I don't know why I'm trying to cause a rift in the band. I mean, just... <laughs> you really are. Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music, episode 124, the Flowers with Flowers Gathered episode. That's Shakespeare. Very happy to have on the show this week, Honey Magpie, which is an indie folk band from Eastern North Carolina, but they are playing an upcoming show at Isis Music Hall in West Asheville. Honey Magpie consists of Rachel Hurwitz, Mandy Mears, and Pippa Hoover, and they have a recent album out called Midnight Morning I really encourage you to find and listen to. You can find links to Honey Magpie's music and the show notes, as well as a link to get tickets for the Isis show, or you can just go to isisashville.com. They were nice enough to send me a few tracks to play for you uh, in between the interview from their most recent album, and you're going to hear that now. Here is Honey Magpie. Without 
so Midnight Morning, um, that started out as a song uh, I, Rachel, wrote, uh, but I, I, I liked the tune and I came up with the tune first, which I often do. And then I tried to write lyrics and the lyrics were just really bad. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> so I, I was like, okay, I have to start over. And then I wrote new lyrics and they were also bad. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe the song isn't meant to be, but um, Pippa liked the tune and she decided to give lyrics a try. So that's what she did. Um, and she, <laughs> I, and she wrote great lyrics. And I think basically she wrote lyrics that were like, that's what the song was meant to be, you know? Um, so that's, that's how Midnight Morning came to be. I feel like it was over the course of maybe a, it was a several couple years. years. Yeah, <laughs> several because, years. So when, when you were first starting to write the song, it was when we did that band retreat. It was actually, was it, was that Black Mountain or Boone? It was Boone. Oh yeah, um, yeah. With the hot tub, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so, so Rachel had come up with the tune at some point before that band retreat, and was playing it, and we were all kind of talking about like what should the song be about, and that was the time when I was like, "This sounds like a driving song." I don't know why, but it just makes me think of like being in a car, and then a couple years went by, and like all of the different lyric iterations happened and I was like I'm just gonna try to make it into a driving song <laughs> and it nice. ends up working out yeah and I feel yeah. like I mean it's it is a driving song in but it's like it's also about so much more than that it's like about right. being in a band and following your dreams doing tours um yeah I like how the, the first line is indeed into the car <laughs> <laughs> we make our way now <laughs> Yeah. And what was interesting was I actually used a lot of lyrics from the, I guess the first draft that Rachel wrote lyric wise, like a lot of the, exactly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just like a lot of the rhyme schemes, I kept the same and even like certain words, but I just changed most of the content (laughs) and it still worked. So I don't know. it It was an interesting experience. And I think it was like, it was good for us and something that we want to do more of, but kind of struggle with because we tend to write our songs fairly separately mm-hmm. and then just kind of be like, here it is. And then we do it. Exactly. Um, when we've tried to co-write more, it's, I don't know, it just like doesn't work out usually. So it was nice that it did with this song. For sure. Um, any chance I can hear some of the bad lyrics? Oh, you know what? I don't even, I think I've blocked them out of my memory, but it is interesting how like there, yeah, there are certain words that Pippa kept, which I think like one of them was like fairy tale. Mm -hmm. And I guess I don't know the other ones, but like I do, I feel like I just wanted to have certain words in the song, but then (laughs) I wasn't making good lyrics out of the words that I wanted. <laughs> your, your lyrics weren't serving the words you had chosen the song. To yeah. About. Yeah. I like that technique though, of just choosing that these words have to be in here and then write the story around it. Right. Yeah. Good, Good writer's block technique, maybe. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes it helps to have like limits on 
on what you're, what you should write about. Yeah. And Mandy, you, you, yes. uh, joined the band later, but when you heard this song, I'm sure the first thing you thought was, uh, it's a good thing. These lyrics are better than what it could have been. No, I didn't realize until I played it with them a few times that it was co-written. Um, and I love it. Cause yeah, usually you can really tell when it's like a Rachel song or a Pippa song. And this is like a little of both. It's like a Rachel sound with like some Pippa edge in the lyrics a little bit. I like it. Pip edge. <laughs> Pip edge. I'm writing that down. Don't steal it. You can have it. <laughs> Mandy, what, what makes a, uh, if you can tell the difference between a Rachel and a Pippa song, what makes that, uh, Di- uh, differentiation there. Oh, I mean, you're asking me to like evaluate my band. I'm blaming you. It's... No, I think um, this is a gotcha style interview, you know. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm totally feeling it. Okay. Um, no, Rachel's stuff is like more like folky and like nice. And <laughs> I don't know. It's, like, no, no, really, sorry. They're like catchy and they're folky and like they stay in my head forever. And then Pippa songs are also folky, not as nice, but like fun. Pippa does really fun things with lyrics that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. That was good of you to say positive things. I was afraid just for a second. I was like, oh, what if she says, uh, Pippa's songs aren't very good at doing this, and Rachel's songs, this part sucks, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Oh, that would be awkward. I love both that of them. The first time I heard, yeah, the first time I heard Ugly Ducking, I was like, yes. It's a great uh, song. Oh, no, we're not talking about that tonight. Sorry. I know. Not, sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's true. We're not. Yeah. Even though it is a favorite. I like that name. Yeah. What do you like about Ugly Duckling? I mean, I love the name of it. <laughs> oh, it's just sassy. Daughter, I am spent and tired. I'm old beyond my years. But I was once a young thing to a dunce for charm and cheer. I didn't see the shadows of twist my way soon they'll come for you so heed my words and get away the dead leaves fall in autumn and the cherries bloom in spring
sipping sherry, reading novels in my chair, of strolling through the garden, singing duos with the doves. I wish my ma had told me about this nasty trap called Yeah, this was an interesting one because I I wrote this and I had it up like on my personal SoundCloud and I wasn't really considering pitching it to the band um, just because I don't know if you heard our first album, Honey Magpie. It, you know, we it was very sweet and very like happy and not dark at all. And I just I don't know. I thought that Sweet Tooth was maybe not the right feel for the band. Um, but our violinist at the time found it on my SoundCloud and thought we should do it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I like the song and I wanted it to have three part harmonies anyway. And so we started doing it and ended up liking it. Um, and the harmonies were awesome. The harmonies are really so, fun in that song. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how it came to the band. I like the kind of message of that. It's, it's kind of its own genre, maybe like a, uh, what you might call it, like an advice song. I don't know if that is a <laughs> known genre, but like a murder ballad, but this is kind of like, uh, you know, like, a uh, maybe a 70s singer songwriter, you know, it's, it's someone talking to someone else. Um, and, and, you know, I, in this case, it's a, uh, it's a mother and a daughter, right? Am I, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's interesting. What was the uh, like inspiration for that to- topic of that song? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> such a such a big question. I think there were like there were a lot of things. Um, one of the main things was um, I had always wanted to write a song with a barrel organ in it, and I even had like early on. I had the beginnings of some sort of more explicitly Russian literature inspired song that had a barrel organ in it, but it just like, wasn't very good. Um, and, but yeah, that's, that's where the image really came from for me. Cause I was a Russian major. Um, I read a lot of Dostoevsky and there's just barrel organs in a lot of his novels and stories. And I thought it was uh, an interesting symbol of just a situation that is just sort of a perpetual grind. You're playing the same tune over and over again, mm-hmm. uh, not getting anywhere. And so I thought that was a good fit for being in a bad relationship where you were forced to do all the domestic labor for very little reward. 
Um, and that's kind of where the song came from, I guess. Yeah, I love that, the barrel organ symbol. And I like how it's like, yeah, it's like representative of this grind, but the, it's like you're the one, like someone is grinding upon you, you know? Yes. Like, so yeah, I, I just think it's such a perfect symbol for the meaning behind the song. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, it's one of those songs that has uh, kind of the the um, the message of it. Uh, I don't want to say doesn't fit, but doesn't align automatically with like the the uh, music of it. You know, you hear it and it's one of those songs where you're like, if you hear it and you're just listening kind of passively, you're like, oh, this is a nice, you know, uh, relaxed song. And then you're like, wait a minute, what did she just say? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, that's interesting because... <laughs> When Mandy's mom first heard this song. I was about to say yeah, this. Yeah. You can tell it. You can tell it. <laughs> no, so we did a live stream and my mom watched and we did Sweet Tooth. And I called her afterwards like, hey, did you watch the whole thing? And she goes, that one song, it was scary. <laughs> I was like, it's a pepper song. <laughs> yeah, you. so I guess... To some people, it sounds scary. And also, maybe we just had the organ turned up a little too hot Probably. on that live stream. Maybe so. <laughs> yeah, that could add to the spooky sound. Yeah, it, it's really hard to get the organ levels right on that song because you want it to be in there to just like add a little creep factor. But if right. you uh, if you turn it up just like a hair too much, it becomes Haunted Carnival. <laughs> yes, it does. You want Twin Peaks, not Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. 
song came to be, we have to go back to one of our early private gigs where we were asked to perform at an event at this um, this Montessori school. And it was maybe two days before the event was set to begin. We get this email from them and they were like, do you think you guys could play some upbeat jams? And at this point, it was still pretty early in our career. We only had the Honey Magpie album out, which is a very chill album, not really any upbeat jams on there per se. I mean, you could say radio was an upbeat jam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's about it though. But that was about it. And so we were just like looking at this email, like, did they listen to us when they booked us? Do they know what we sound like? And, uh, you know, we did our best at the gig, but after that, we were just like, man, we need more upbeat jams. And this was upbeat jams with a Z, by the way, just so we're clear. Right. And so, like, we all kind of were like, okay, we'll try to write some upbeat jams. And then we just, like, kept writing sad songs. In fact, I yep. think they got even sadder at that point. Oh, like, they did. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, like, when you wrote Circles. Oh, my gosh. It's my, my saddest song. It's yeah. a very sad song. Um, yeah, but eventually... <laughs> I was able to come up with an upbeat jam and it was the garden. And uh, the song was inspired by JC Ralston Arboretum in Raleigh, which I had gone to for the first time, maybe like a year before I wrote the song. And I just thought it was like the prettiest garden ever. And I had a really good time. And I went there with my boyfriend. So it was like really romantic. So I wrote this like romantic garden song that was also an upbeat jam. And that's how it came to be. Very fun. Cause it's also just like about being excited about flowers and yeah. running around and you know. I like how springtime. It, it kind of has almost a um I guess it's the verse. It kind of feels almost like a rap break. The yeah. The rhythm of the <laughs> of the words. Uh would you guys do me a favor and just sometimes just rap that part? Oh, uh, just once and record oh, it and send it to me. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we can do. Oh, okay. boy. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah. If, if it works, if it serves the song, of course. <laughs> That's all you, Pippa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I will say, like, I do tend to write probably more lyrically densely than the average songwriter, which comes off kind of rap-y. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's so that pre-chorus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably what it is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah you, you I, see what I'm talking about, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. It has like a, a rhythm to it. Yeah, All right. just want to make yeah. sure I'm not crazy. No, yeah, that's definitely. I mean, it is a jam, so it is. Maybe we'll get a guest artist. <laughs> a feat, F E A T, a feat. Period. Yeah. yeah. More from Honey Magpie in just a few moments. Want to remind you that you can find them at honeymagpie.com. Also, we'll have links to their Facebook and Instagram and their um, music sites in the show notes, but you can find all that at honeymagpie.com. Also, want to remind you they will be at Isis Music Hall. That show is June 24th, uh, 2021, and it is a lawn concert. You can get tickets for that show at isisashville.com if you get them before June 24th, 2021. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. That's uh, WNC Original Music. Just search that or uh, wherever you're listening to it right now. You might be able to find it there, hopefully. It would almost be weird if you couldn't. Also, you can get it on your smart speaker just by saying, uh, like, Alexa, play WNC Original Music. That's it. That's all it takes. Oh, and uh, corrections this week from last week's episode with Matt and Danny from the Old Futures. Uh, The Straw Hat Riots did take place in the 1920s, uh, but they had nothing to do with The Wizard of Oz, so they were both right. This is Nick Gonnering, and you're listening to WNC Original Music Podcast. Tell me about just how you guys uh, started playing music. Cool, yeah. Well, I guess uh, it all started with uh, when I moved from New York City to Chapel, well, actually to Carborough, North Carolina, and um, obviously, <laughs> um, I wanted to start a band, so I put a post on Craigslist, and Pippa was among the first people to respond to the Craigslist post, and that's how we started the band. All right. Yeah. yeah. A Craigslist Yeah. Yeah. When I answered the ad, I had my own solo thing going on and I was working with a guitarist and a drummer and I was kind of just looking for a side project. And uh, instead it just ended up being the main project. Um, Cause I, I don't know. I just liked what was going on here. Like everyone had more drive, I would say, and like wanted to be successful and just like being able to do harmonies. That's like one of my favorite things. And that wasn't really happening with who I was working with, with my solo project at the time. And so it was really nice to have that. For sure. How long ago, how long uh, have you guys been playing music? So that was in 2014. So since then. Yeah. Yeah, I joined in 2014. I joined in November. So there, yeah, I wasn't like the a founding member, but I was an early member and the only early member who still survives today. (laughs) It's still in the band, you mean? Yes. 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 Everyone to my knowledge is still alive, Mm -hmm. but not everyone is still in Honey Magpie. Okay. Now this is not a crime uh, podcast, so uh, I don't want to be solving like the the Honey Magpie Murders on Netflix. Or something. Oh, no. Mandy, you are the most recent person to join the band after all the uh, murders. Um, yes. Um, yeah. When did I join? It was like right before COVID, I think. Yeah. Or like the winter before COVID. Yeah, it was so. like end of 2019, maybe. I think so. Okay. So like it's a year and a half. kind of hard to. Yeah. 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 Or 10 years. It's hard to say. Yeah, <laughs> but we've like we've known about Mandy for a long time. Like, she came to some of our early shows, and we played a show with her and her band at the time. The years are slipping through my hands like the smallest grains of sand. Looking back, I should have acted on my dreams, but now I'm here and I try. Sometimes, but others fly by.
So yeah, so smallest grains of sand. Um, it it's another one of the uh, one of those sad songs. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of about like growing up and um, like transitioning out of young adulthood and looking back and <laughs> feeling like you know why didn't I accomplish more like I feel like I should be at a different point in my life um so kind of like feelings of like failure feelings of regret and um just like being at at a point where you um you feel like you're like racing against the clock and you're trying to make up for lost time um and like that in the context of following our dreams of doing music. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what it's about. Nice. Yeah. It's pretty sad. It's always hard to introduce that one. <laughs> well, I think it has, it's pretty relatable for most people though. Yeah. Yeah. And it has an yeah. upbeat, like it, you're thinking about that, but there's like, um, you know, there's like a lyric that you're, you're still trying, you know, you're, 
you're fighting or trying or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hopeful. Man, do you have anything to add on that? Um, I'm trying to get really. you in on every song. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do no, you feel like you, song. what are your most, your main regrets in life, Mandy? <laughs> oh, big question. No, I think, I think it's a big with a lot of musicians, especially sometimes a lot of the time women musicians, like I wasted so much of my early twenties being like scared. And then when I like finally started playing music out, I was like, Oh, this is great. And I wasted so much time, like, not doing it. Yeah. And so now mm-hmm. I'm just going to be, like, 30 soon, and I'm trying not to have, like, a crisis. But it is, like, frustrating, and you want to yell at your young self. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's basically our story. Yeah. <laughs> All of us. Yeah. Sometimes it works out for the best to, you know, take a little time and learn your craft and then go out a little bit later. And sometimes it helps to go out there at 16. You know, it's just everybody's different. It's true. Nobody wants to hear my twenty-year-old songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is true. I yeah. I did save oh, myself face, from Mandy. putting some things out there. <laughs> I thought you meant that that's true. That nobody wants to hear Mandy's twenty-year-old song. Oh no, I, I meant <laughs> that okay. nobody wants to hear any of our of our old songs. I don't know Although why I'm, I'm trying sure. to cause a rift in the band. I mean, <laughs> you just, really are. We, we've we actually <laughs> talked about like some kind of showcase of bad songs we wrote in our youths as like a fun show for the community. A, a comedy show. It'd be fun. <laughs> who are some mus- musicians you guys want people to listen to more? Well, you know who just came into my mind is The Moon and You, who are mm. oh, yeah. based in Asheville. Yeah. They're pretty awesome. So I think people should check them out. I don't know if they've if they've had any like recent stuff come out. Um, but I, they they have a lot of recordings. They're really good. I'm trying to think of a, an answer that's like not a dumb answer. <laughs> well, just like I would say that probably my favorite semi-local singer-songwriter, um, who I like, I think people should listen more to does not have any work out and I don't know when that's going to happen. Um, so it's like weird to mention her because <laughs> I'm sending people into the abyss to find nothing. Um, let's see. I really like bandits on the run a lot. We played a show with them before they got bigger. Um, because they've done pretty well through the Tiny Desk contest, but they're a trio with um, with cello and guitar and three vocalists, and they all share songwriting, like singing and songwriting duties. So it's kind of like similar to what we have going on. And mm-hmm. it's it's just nice to see a model like what we're doing working out because, you know, in a lot of bands, it's like one front person, everyone else supporting and I don't know, it's, and I like when there's three people in the band, but you like all of them. And it's not just like, oh, not, not this person's song again. <laughs> <laughs> when will they learn to just that no one cares or whatever? No, they're all, they're all really good. Oh, and great. Another Garfunkel song. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So it's, it's nice to see that model working out because it's kind of what we're going for here. For sure. Okay, locally, um, I really like Reese McHenry. Yes. great. She's got, like, a powerful voice and, like, a really good story. I just love her. Um, 
don't know. My favorite musician of all time is Sufjan Stevens, which makes me like ultimate hipster. Yeah, I love that guy. Older 20 year old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love him though. This area has just like really good music, so. Okay, one more time. Don't forget to uh, listen to Honey Magpie. Go to their website, honeymagpie.com, but also uh, coming up on the 24th of June, 2021, in case you're listening to this in the future. Uh, they have a show at Isis Music Hall in Asheville, North Carolina, and you can get tickets at isisashville.com. Really want to thank Pippa, Mandy, and Rachel for being on the show. Just had a really good time talking to them, and I really do encourage you to go and listen to all of their music and see them live when you can, wherever you are. One more time, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, WNC Original Music, wherever you get your podcast. It's available on all the podcast platforms, and also follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook and social media platforms uh, throughout the world. For the closing song this week, we're going to keep it in North Carolina. Nathan Story is a singer-songwriter from Charlotte, my hometown. He has been writing and touring for over a decade and has released three independent albums, including most recently A Moment Before the Break of Dawn, released in 2019. Check the links in the show notes for his music or go to NathanStoryMusic.com. Have a good week. Hope is simple when you're asleep. It's
glad you're editing that out. <laughs>